0: computer here we go okay I think we're recording I think it's happening cool all right hey dude how you doing I'm doing good it's good to see you good to see you um maybe I don't know before we jump into all the different questions and stuff how is your life right now you got wife kids at home How, how are you guys handling distancing and quarantine and all that stuff yeah. I mean, uh,
1: today, uh, everybody's here. So we have, uh, five of us, three kids, my wife, myself, three cats. Um, my cats are freaking out cause they don't understand why the house isn't empty. Um, but you know, for us, uh, everybody's going through it. Everybody's trying to figure out, you know, what's right, not only for themselves, but how do you lean in what's right to do, you know, by, uh, coworkers and just the community at large. So, uh, we, we basically have closed off ourselves to a pod of people um, mm-hmm. that we've already been in contact with and, and we're quarantining ourselves from sort of any new um, physical contact at this time. Uh, our office, for what it's worth, is open to core workers, but we're not taking any visitors. Um, and so that's pretty much how we've been handling it.
0: Cool. cool. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating seeing how Everybody's kind of improvising, coming up with their own principles and systems of like, oh, this is yeah. this is who we allow, this is who we don't. I, I think it's just interesting to see people develop that stuff um, on the fly.
1: Yeah, for us, we have two uh, minor issues. So um, I'm a chronic asthma uh, patient, so I have an underlying respiratory issue. So mm-hmm. that's one concern. I feel strong and young, um, so that's not so bad. And then uh, my mother-in-law is AFib, so, you know, that's uh, probably, you know, so we do all her shopping and, um, you know, have her hold up. Um, other than that, I don't think we got anyone in our little system that's got any other issues, but, you know, there's are things that, like, you sort of didn't think about, and then the news media makes you think about it now, um, and it's hard to know, what, you know, where to draw the line.
0: Yeah, yeah. Aaron, the... And- of consideration I think you know being considered those who are either older or need it so yeah, yeah. Life. cool well uh, before we jump into all the different questions I want to cover a bunch of questions for specifically venture capital how you're thinking and then also for startups how they should be thinking but before we jump into that let's get a little bit of quick context on your background as an entrepreneur and then also what you're doing with Kinetic Ventures.
1: Yeah so I've been an entrepreneur my whole life I've been in the workforce for 20 20- I've only worked for one company, it's Fidelity Investments, for 18 months. Other than that, I've been paying payroll. I've started four companies on my own, um, four different types, professional services, cryptocurrency, a technology company, and a venture capital firm. Uh, So those are all four unique business structures, so I can totally relate to um, entrepreneur, I've always been one. Uh, And my active business today uh, is a venture capital firm, Uh, we have three offices. One in uh, Chicago, one in Greater Cincinnati, and one in uh, Tel Aviv, Israel.
0: Nice. And talk a little bit about maybe uh, what's unique about Kinetic Ventures and kind of your thesis.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty timely to talk about this. So one of the unique things about Kinetic is um, a pitch meeting has never been a part of our process. We We haven't taken a pitch in over two and a half years. So we've been funding deals remotely. Um, with the technology company that I co-founded called Wendell. Um, Wendell's a bot. Wendell lives in the crowd, never, never sleeps, is immune to human viruses anyways. Um, and uh, Wendell helps us assess uh, using different, um, you know, data points, leaning heavily on team, uh, which, um, which startups would be interesting investments um, for Kinetic. So that's, that's super unique. Um, and if you think about why we developed that, our headquarters is in the greater Cincinnati area. And while I love the area, think how far away we are from Silicon Valley, uh, New York being the the two major places. And so if we wanted to reach out into all of middle America and there's 100, 150 tech hotbeds, it's hard to be in all places in all time. So luckily for us, we have been developing a digital business model for years. um, And I think now it's gonna pay great dividends. But I would say that's our most unique
0: factor. Yeah, that makes sense. I've been personally rejected by your bot, I think three or four times before you guys eventually invested in our company. So um, I went through the process, well, and found the cracks, and somehow squeezed it. Yeah.
1: Well, that, or we just got better saying if it's rejecting Blake, something. That, but you were the first person to ever be interviewed um for the the bot pathway that ultimately would become wendell wendell and to to wendell's credit you know when you're using machine learning you're supposed to get better over time so Mm -hmm. it was our our fault that that it wasn't smart enough to say yes to you soon enough but it eventually did
0: yeah we'll see how smart it was i don't know about that but um cool well that's helpful thank you very much thanks for that context um All right. Let's just jump in uh, right now. Well, first off, yeah, you guys just finished raising a round, right? You guys just raised a new fund. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. we did. So this is our first institutional fund. A couple years ago, um, we started an exploratory fund. You know, Greater Cincinnati uh, was a newer ecosystem, so we weren't sure, you know, what we wanted to do, how we wanted to execute on things. And a few years into that, we sort of, you know, cracked this code um, that works for us. And so this time, we raised a twenty-five million dollar fund. Um, and we, we just, um, closed on that last year. So I'd I'd say really good timing. I'm really happy that I wouldn't have to fundraise in 2020. Um, and I'm also lucky because we're, for us, we're sitting on a pile of cash, um, that we got to do something with.
0: Yeah. How many deals does that represent that 25 million?
1: So our goal is to do 80 deals. So, um, we really believe in diversification. It's one of our core pillars, um, and we also um, believe um, overweighting, and and the companies are doing the best. But you know, for us, we want to build up a, a real strong, very large uh, stable of companies over about a four-year uh, investment time horizon. Okay, yeah, it's about twenty deals a year. So we closed last year, for what it's worth, on twenty-five um, deals. So okay. we've proven the execution point, um, and I think we've done closed on three this year and i know for certain we're closing on a fourth. Um we'll see what the next 8 weeks bring after that, but that should bring us, you know, cl- closer to 30 already.
0: Okay. Okay. Very helpful. Um so when you're facing something like corona I'm kind of jumping into that. How do you think about that pile of 25 million differently or do you?
1: Um like well, honestly, I mean yes, you you have to think about it a little bit differently. Um and i feel like don't you feel like every day, you, you know, what's the new norm sort of changes or what's the new truth? Totally. So, you know, one thing that we don't do or what I don't do as a principal is, you know, try to predict, um, you know, the, the future or, or stress about things that I can't control. It's always changing. It's always moving. And that makes it hard to hit a moving target. So we focus a lot on, you know, what we do know and and what we can control. I will say this um i mean this in the you know the most basic of ways i kind of get excited about being in the position we're in during these historic times you make most of your money in bear markets whether you're a capital market investor a hedge fund or venture capitalist and if you look back to the dot com I, I mean i think google and paypal might have made it through that and if you look out of the credit crisis um came square and airbnb so mm-hmm. i would love to to think that you know, once we get through this, that we'll have the opportunity to invest in you know some of the next great tech companies, and that's just fortunate. That's just luck um, that we raised capital in 2019 and we're positioned um, now that ultimately there will be great. This is going to be a great time for innovation and technology.
0: Yeah, in your mind, what do you think separates the companies that? I guess, what, what is it about this dynamic that creates great companies? And yeah, who is it that gets the investment in your mind?
1: Well, um, I'm a big fan of Warren Buffett. And he has many sayings. And one of them is when the tide goes out, you find out who's swimming naked. And, you know, the tide goes out when business stops, and the money stops flowing. And you're really forced to see who's the savvy uh, teams, who's the savvy founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, who's very scrappy, um, who can, you know, just deal with and persevere, uh, have tenacity to say, okay, I'm sorry that this is what we have to go with. I'm sorry I'm not going to meet my KPIs I laid out. No way. But what? how can I turn, you know, this into something? And so it's going to wash out anyone who's not good enough. But everyone that survives will be much stronger. So, so I think there'll be, you know, great at great opportunities um, to invest and one of the things if you think about it is you know people don't make change when they're comfortable and we're coming off 12 years roughly of just comfort so Mm -hmm. you know you might be a venture capitalist might have been good at raising money um, but maybe you know middle american startups haven't been able to penetrate all the enterprises because they didn't want to change or the fortune 500s i promise you Um, any of the um, roadblocks to digital innovation are gone. And as soon as we can go back to a new normal, whatever that is, I think startups are going to have tremendous meeting opportunities with big companies. Um, Everybody is going to want to think about how can I be better prepared for the next time this or something like this happens, and that's going to require change and innovation. Startup ecosystem is perfect for that.
0: Yeah. That's really, yeah, that's, I like the uh, optimism that, I think you and I are both optimists in that sense. And so we see the, the silver lining in the midst of this. Um, talking about, all right, so in the next month, if we're all still in our homes and our kids are still home from school, are deals getting done?
1: Um, deals will get done. I'm not, I think it'll be hard to forge a new relationship and, you know, in general, build that trust from scratch through a Zoom call. I mean, at Kinetic, we have different tools um, that we're, we're, we're already comfortable operating in this environment. So it's quite possible that we would get a new deal done, but we're a syndicate fund. So we would require a lead investor partner. So will will those happen? I, I think for the next four weeks, by and large, probably not. Um, mm-hmm. What I think will happen is all of us have a backlog of deals um, to work through, Um, you know, so people that are already in the pipeline, you know, some trust is already built, we're already into due Mm -hmm. diligence. I I think those will get done, Um, you know, um, because I think venture capitalists are very opportunistic. I mean, we are, and I want to be ready and have my plate clear as soon as we understand what the new normal is, doesn't matter how scary it is, as long as we understand it right now we don't understand anything. So, so I think it would be very, very difficult. And the other thing that um, we're going to do, and, you know, we're on lots of, lots of email and social media change with other venture capitalists. Um, We got to shore up our portfolios. So there are some that will thrive. You know, I mean, we own two telehealth companies. We own some pharma uh, companies. Um, We own an online education platform. I mean, those are all going to do well in this environment. But at the same time, we have others. Anything that involves people meeting together is going to hurt right now. But they might be great startups. And to think that people aren't going to congregate together in the future is, is not reality. It may be different, um, just like things were different after 9 11. Um, things were different after 2008. But we got to shore up our existing portfolio companies that need and deserve to be shored up. Uh, I think all of us will be sharing deals more than we ever have to, to try to create some diversification in the portfolios. That's gonna take a, a lot of our time and a lot of other VC times. So new deals that aren't already in a pipeline for four weeks will be tough.
0: Okay, but for those that either you're already in conversation or you've already invested, um, you feel more optimistic about that currently?
1: Way more, but we have money and not just Kinetic, VC is sitting on a mountain of money, um, and we do need to um, deploy that. And one of the tactics that startups can take is you have got to over-communicate. I can't tell you how awesome it feels um, over the last couple of days, the handful of our portcos that have sent investor updates amidst this, um, and they're all they're super interesting to read. Months coming into this, honestly, if I'm busy, maybe I didn't read them, I'm reading them all right now. Hmm. And whoever's hitting me first, I'm sort of thinking about those founders the most. And I'm sending personal notes back to every single one of them. Um, so over-communication would be, you know, a huge um, advantage. So, yeah, I think deals will get done that, of things that are in motion.
0: Okay. Yeah, they're really helpful. Uh, last one on the investing side, then we'll talk about blocking and tackling on the startup side. Um, sounds like, did you see today, it looks like Klobuchar just sponsored this new business preservation act. Um, like $2 billion matching VC dollars that are outside New York and SF. Um, have you heard anything about that and how would that affect the dynamics of what we've just discussed? You think
1: my partners and I were just talking about it on a text chain last night. So yes. uh, other than reading the, um, you know, the news um, blogs, I haven't um, seen any personal details, but um, it mentions a program that was done in um, Israel many, many years ago that has really helped launch that ecosystem. I will say this, um, I, somebody needs to be doing something about, you know, the small businesses. And I think sometimes our governments think about the individual people, which we need to, and then we think about these monstrous industries like the airlines, which we need to. But we forget that there's six million private companies in America, um, and that employs most of America and all the new companies, which includes the startups, accounts for a hundred percent of net new job growth. So these business owners, whether it's tech or whatever, um are not gonna qualify for a lot of programs. This is one program that at least focuses on, you know, tech in middle of America, which is, is hot. So um I think I'm gonna be a big fan after I read it. I'm very excited. Um, And I'm glad people are talking about it. So we'll see how that shakes out. But I applaud her, and she should keep going.
0: If you had dollar-for-dollar matching investment, do you think you'd be quicker to invest in new companies?
1: I mean, there's a lot of details. That that remains to be seen. But the way a lot of these programs work is usually there's some additional incentives where there's some leverage. And the reason that's important is – maybe we can provide some of this enhanced performance back to our investors. And I really care about our investors. We're a financial investor. So if there was a way that I could get an amplified return for my shareholders, I would be highly incentivized to do that. In fact, I should do that. So if they continue down that right path, um, we'll be at the front of the line, you know, um, particularly for a deal. when we talk middle of America. Well, we're smack dab in the middle of America. So yeah. I'd love to
0: help. Yeah, cool. That's helpful. Really cool. All right, let's talk about, um, I'm going to give you a couple scenarios of yeah. startup. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then I'd love to just hear, what's your advice to that startup in these different scenarios? We'll see if this works. So first off, um, picture this. I'm a bootstrapped founder. Um, I've maybe raised maybe a 60 to 100K in friends and family, but that's it. And I was really hoping this spring to set out and do my first venture slash maybe strategic angel, but maybe like one, you know, um, like micro seed or seed uh, stage. So maybe I'm, I'm setting out to do my first 1.5 to $2 million deal. Um, what should I do right now?
1: Do you still have your existing job or have you already jumped ship and you're, you're all in on your new?
0: Good question. Uh, let's say that I've got a, um, maybe we've stockpiled a little bit of cash and I've got a working spouse. Um, so we're, we're bleeding and investing in the business, but trying to kind of stem that bleeding a little bit.
1: So I, that's a hard question, right? Um, and any advice that I give today might be completely upended into tomorrow by whatever our government does or you know, whatever the economy does. But again, you, you can only go with what you know to now. And we have to bet on America, we have to. If you'd ever bet against America, in the past 200 years, you'd been wrong. And so regardless of how upset anybody gets over politics, um, people have been upset over politics forever. And one side's always been wrong and it flips flops So I bet on America, I bet that they're gonna figure this out. Um, and if you had a plan that gets you out beyond, um, you know, the current, say, you know, eight to 12 weeks, I'd stick with that plan until the, until the earth moves. And then one of the things I already mentioned was over-communicate. So, you know, you you need to think in terms of over-communicate of, you know, potential investors, potential angel groups um, that are probably struggling right now and will be looking for deal flow. But I just think communication is going to be a big thing. But I don't think we have enough information to stop. So what I would say is keep going um, and take it day by day or week by week.
0: Should I take new meetings with new VCs?
1: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, or whatever a meeting is, right. Um, that's pretty early for, for a VC. Um, you know, so I, I would probably find, you know, a way to get connected, uh, to angel groups. You know, I don't, I don't know what angel groups are all doing right now or, or what their plans are. Um, but I would, this is a great time to, Uh, focus and strategize and build product, right? So if you can't, if networking is more difficult and takes more time, well, then, you know, normally you never get to your plans. Well, then plan or build um, might be a a great strategy. Consider yourself in stealth mode um, and prepare for a come out swinging, you know, in eight to 12 weeks.
0: Okay, great. All right, let's say uh, this is my standard position. You have nine months of cash. Nine months of cash. Um, let's say that you've maybe raised, if you're a Midwest company, let's say that you've raised one too many half million dollar rounds and you got nine months months remaining right now and a small team, let's say like five people. What do you do?
1: So this is this is more common, right? So yep. if, if, you, if that's the scenario you have existing investors, you need to draw down as much cash as you possibly can. Um, you are not going to be able to raise that series A you know, in the fall because the metrics that you thought you had a chance to hit, now you're not going to be able to hit that. So, you know, if, if you have lines of credit, draw them down, all of it, every dollar. Um, If you have existing investors, if you have a round that's open that you really didn't want to fill because you were hoping for a higher valuation, valuations are going to go down, draw on it right now. Um, If you can get existing investors, you come up with a plan to say, hey, let's get through this new normal so we can, here's how long it'll take, you know, and you don't have an exit open round and you don't want to pay, you know, all the legal fees, then, you know, draw up some safe terms that are fair enough and, you know, draw on a little bit of money. It's not ideal, but if you have, um, you know, a good company and it deserves to make it, you can't worry about these optics of the future right now on, well, you know, gosh, I thought I was going to you know, raise four million series A on a 12 million valuation. Well, just get through this. Um, if, if you're passionate about your company and, and you want this to exist, then just handle your stuff today. That's all you can do. And you have to get lean. I mean, you have to get, you know, seriously, every, every dollar amounts and every day counts. Act now, you know, small bills saved today, you know, over the next 12 weeks, you know, is a lot a lot different than waiting, you know, 12 weeks till you're out of cash. Um, So you got to get lean. That may or may not be, you know, you know, getting rid of um, people. But if that was a trend before this, if you think about, you know, even the Valley was starting to tell their companies to like, Hey, let's stop spending so much money, sort of the fallout of of WeWork. Well, that's, that's going to be a mega trend um, right now. So on one hand you could flip it over and say, this is an opportunity I know you never want to cut stuff, but now you kind of have someone to blame. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, so, so get lean, pull money in, um, and come up with a plan.
0: Okay, cool. Um, all right. Uh, I've got 12 to 18 months of cash. I've already raised my round. I closed on, it's always on Christmas day. I closed on Christmas day and I got some cash in my pocket. What's the move? Um, I think,
1: uh, number one, over-communicate. So a lot of these can be done no matter what, you know, what the scenario is. So think about how your brain works. The front of your brain is analytical, and the back of your brain is like emotional. So you may think that your investors, oh, well, we just close and we know that that's company safe. No, don't think like that. Think that they don't know, freaking out. Think that they're lumping you in. Communicate, remind them of the position you're in. Um, readjust your forecast right now, you know stress test your company face twelve to eighteen months based on some set of assumptions that are completely not true anymore. so you need to know your business better than anybody else, and you 're not meeting with people so again you got to come back with a new plan, a new stress test, and maybe your twelve to eighteen months cash is now six to twelve months cash. so again, you could probably say. Well, here's let's let's pull some money in lines of credits, um, existing rounds that are still open, um, whatever. So, cash is king right now um, for startups. So, whether you can pull in revenue, lines of credit, existing investment rounds, maybe some favorable terms, um, or cut expenses, you sort of need a, a full frontal attack. And then, the advantage of what someone that just raised money is if you can't get out and sell product. This eight weeks, because that's nobody's. I mean, we're all in shutdown. You can build stuff. So, and most entrepreneurs that I know, we like to build stuff. Well, this is your shot. Build something. You know, you just remove all the distractions, and and build something great, and and be ready to tear out of the gate. Um. Once we're, you know, we have some of these restrictions lifted, and they and they will be.
0: That's great. Really helpful. Okay. Um. I think that's most of the questions I've got. Is there anything else that you'd like to add or any other things? I mean, mostly I'm going to try to distribute this to other founders. Um, Anything else you want to say to those founders or any other advice, words of wisdom?
1: Uh, Stay in community. I mean, being an entrepreneur is the hardest thing uh, I've ever done. It's, I mean, you you know, the, the stress and the, and the mental anxiety that uh, you're normally under. I think this just adds to it. So, uh, uh, find some humor. I mean, humor is awesome. Find a friend, even if it's through through a Zoom chat. This will pass, and and you'll have great stories. I mean, you know, at at the end of this, I, you know, having great stories is is worth something. So, stick with it. Uh, it'll you know all will be well. Cool,
0: dude. That's great. Thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you reached out. Glad you're doing good. and Good to see you, Blake.
0: Yeah, good to see you too. Thanks, man.